Hey everybody, welcome to Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. And I'm Will. And if you're not familiar with what we do here, we generally take TV shows and movies and eh, sometimes music and whatever, uh, anything entertainment that we like, and we just rip it apart. So um, our big focus right now is we're focusing on uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Hey, you got the, you got the title find, right this week. I know. <laughs> I, I, I had to take a break. I had to take a breath, and I had to get ready for it. So yes, we are focusing on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, and yeah, so if you haven't seen this episode, this is episode three called Power Broker. Don't listen to us yet. Check out the episode, and then you can listen to it after. Um, anyway, um. This episode, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the show's kind of gone. It had I wouldn't say a roller coaster, but it's definitely had it's like it's ups, it's downs. It's you know like okay, it is what it is. Um, this episode to me didn't I, I didn't have me on the edge of my seat. I'll say no, not um, at all. It was it was um, it was it was okay. It's it's as you know it, it's not not a stinker, but definitely nothing i'm I'm jumping up and down about what was your take on it so this episode uh, it was fine for what it was it definitely it's keeping the ball rolling and the plot is moving forward which i appreciate um last yeah. week i mean i one of the things that i said last week was i didn't want there to be some prison break going on in this episode and lo and behold that's exactly what we got and yeah, I, I'm not yeah. I'm not entirely on board with that, especially the way that the way that Zemo was framed in this show is specifically in this episode is very, very different from the way that he was framed in Civil War. I feel like this show was mm-hmm. trying to make this character a bigger deal than he actually was like he was right, not right. dangerous. He was not menacing. There was none of this you know, knockoff rich kid Bruce Wayne element to his character at all in Civil War. And now all of a sudden we're just supposed to believe that this is who he is and he's plugged into this massive underground and I don't buy it. And if, if yeah. I mean, unless I'm forgetting some massive detail to his character from Civil War, I apologize, but I, I really don't think that I am. I mean, it's so just the, one of the things I remember. One of the things I do remember about his character in Civil War is where, um, when we're first introduced to him, he pretends to like he runs into somebody's front yard or whatever, like a fire extinguisher or his, like fence or something like that. Oh, can I use your phone? I just got into an accident type thing, and then he goes and like waterlogs the guy. Yeah, remember? Like that is the most menacing thing I remember from it, you know. And I'm like, oh, okay, interesting character. Mm-hmm. So. After seeing that, like, and just holding on to that, I'm like, okay, I can see that character, you know, becoming what we're seeing here, you know, maybe. But also, I guess the whole point is the way he's, hmm, they're not making him out to be some, some rich guy that people do everything for him. You know, he's still doing everything himself, and the way that they're, that he's running this episode is like, he's got connections, but he clearly doesn't have henchmen or anything like that. So it's, it's a, it's a very... It's a different thing. I did not expect his character to go like this. I when figured he, he'd be kind of like weaselly. When he <laughs> escapes from prison and he just automatically shows up on a runway and he has a private jet waiting for him. Yeah, that was kind of weird. That's rich kid, like, okay, yeah. what, what, what are we doing here? And I, that's, that's, that's an example of like just one of the things I didn't expect from this person. So Yeah. But I think that's, that's what we're getting here is like they wanted to, 
they wanted to go more into his character and just kind of figure out like, okay, who could he be? Because we didn't really know much about who he was before, except the fact he lost his family, right? <laughs> right. So he lost his family. That's why he was against Stark and everything. So I mean, it seems to be the situation. Everybody hates Stark for what Stark did and <laughs> like everything, everything. You know, what was it? Um, which movie was that? Was it, was it Civil War? Yeah, no. Whichever one it was where the woman's like, my son died. She's on the elevator with him. Mm-hmm. Because they were over in, you know, wherever it was. Was it Lagos or something? Um. Anyway, you yeah. know, there was that whole thing right there. It's like, you don't care, you don't care. Or that might have been, I don't know what it was. Um. Either way, it seems that everybody hates Tony Stark. Pretty much. Everybody's just mad at Tony Stark. And, and he's dead now, so I guess... Whatever, let's move on. Actually, did, I think he just turned 56 yesterday, or today. Robert Downey yeah. Jr.? Robert really? Downey Jr., 56 years old, yeah. Wow. Yep. Hey, good yeah, for him. Good for him. Good for him. Um, I'm actually rocking the um, Johnny Depp look today. I decided to shave the beard, and I have the, the musketeer going right now. So that's a little interesting. Just a side note about interesting beards while we're on RDJ. So, anyway... This episode, um, yeah, not what I expected to see. Not at all what I expected from this episode. I figured they'd break him out, they'd get some information, they'd tag him along, he'd try to escape, and then blah, blah, blah. Not really what we're getting here. A couple like, of times. Bringing was them a, along. There was a couple of times in this episode where I was certain he was going to escape, and he was just going to run off oh, and yeah. be loose. There was a couple of times that I was sure that that was going to happen, and I was, honestly, I was very surprised that he didn't. <laughs> right. So... There is that. Well, I think there's a point there that, like, uh, and I, th- I think, I think it's Bucky who says it later on. Like, he clearly, like, he's against what they're doing too, so he's on our side. Type right. Thing. So, yeah, okay, all right, all right. So we start off the episode with this, uh, what's it, global rep- uh, repatriate, eh, global repatriation council. Right. It's a PSA, basically explaining that they're helping people get back to the way things that you know were. It's like, okay, so they're, they're helping people who've been blipped out transition back into life again. Okay. okay. The, 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 hang on. They're helping people get back to the way things, the way things were or the way things are. Mm. Because there is a little bit in here where it's like, we're going to help you navigate the changes to city, laws, and borders. Mm. And that was like the big thing that I took away from this. And then oh, like true. the very okay. next scene we get like Cap... And and the SWAT unit that he's all of a sudden a part of, like storming a building. So I'm like, okay, what what's the GRC and what's the deal with, you know, society, laws, and borders that 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 um everybody who blipped out has to like become reaccustomed to, like what changed, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, but then again, it was it was clearly like you know set up as like the propaganda type thing where you're setting it up saying hey look how great this is look how awesome this is we're gonna help you get your jobs back and help you get back into yeah and so it's like hmm okay and then you got walker showing up in munich right yes and he says something in there it's so ridiculous where he comes back with do you know who i am i like uh this was it uh, this was it this is i know okay so i've not been on board with him for the first two episodes of this like Everything about him just bothered me and rubbed him the rubbed me Dude, the wrong way. He's, this is the smoking he's getting, gun. Like, that line. Wyatt alone. Russell is getting like death threats right now. What? I don't understand. Like, so this this happened again with Chris Pratt when he when he started punching Thanos. 
like people fans were reaching out to Chris Pratt with death threats. <laughs> They're doing the same thing to Wyatt Russell. I'm like, do you guys realize he's an actor? Like, <laughs> like I don't understand. Like, do you think this is real life? Do you think this is real life and that this actor decided to to do something? Like, come on. Like, I don't understand people. It's crazy. But yeah, there are reports that he is getting death threats from fans. Look, there, there, yeah. there are there are. This there is are, the world we live in. There are fanatics in every fandom. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Ridiculous. I mean, come on. Lucas has been getting death threats for forty years. Over oh the God. slightest of changes that he's made to Star Wars, like it's 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 something that happens but, but, in every. Oh, but, okay. It's something that happens in every fandom. I'm honestly, not, I'm not surprised. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I think it's going to be like every other, you know, every other fanatical fan that's out there that wants to say something flippant, they're going to go away. Like, nothing, this, is, yeah. this is not going to amount I just, to anything. It's just ridiculous, man. I just, it's just totally ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. And here we see this, and we recognize what we've been saying in the first place. Like, he is like... <sighs> He started off with, and, and I think this makes sense, it happens a lot with anybody who gives any, any type of position of power. You can come into it with one intention, but then when you're there, you know, that's when your true colors start to show up, you know? And the way he was acting in the last episode, like, oh, I bailed you guys out. Hey, stay the heck out of my way. Like, all these things. Like, he's getting, he's go- going power hungry because yeah, he's going Captain to his America. Head. Yeah, and, and we get that, and we see it here. But when he comes back with, do you know who I am? Like, very much like a, how dare you? And it's funny because we, you know, even in the, um, <clears throat> when Chuck and I talk about The Chosen, we have a ton of things like that where the Pharisees, you know, I mean, in history, that's how they, they were. They, they were like royalty. It's like, no, you're the teachers and the, the priests, but you, you wanted us to like bow down to you like you were some kind of god. And that's how he's portraying it here. Like, do you know who I am? You know, pulling the name card. I mean, even, even Falcon there, Sam... You know, now and again, he just kind of smiles and he's like, yeah, I'm him. You know, but he's not going around and saying, do you know who I am? Why don't you do this for me? Like, mm. come on. So we, we see the difference between the two. And that's, again, with the foreshadowing to this guy does not deserve the shield. You know, not Sam at all. does. Um, I don't and, know. I mean, we're, we're again, like I, um, we were speaking a little bit, you know, while we weren't recording before we started, um, before we actually hit record. I'm all over the place right now. I'm sorry, everybody. But. Um, the one thing that I took away from this episode, along with, you know, Zemo and my problems with that and, and, and Cap is there is a bit of dialogue between Sam and Bucky where they're having a, yet another conversation about the shield and Bucky does come mm-hmm. out and say, you know what, I'm just going to go get the shield and take it for myself. So right. now, now that's out there as a possibility <laughs> for, you know, however mm-hmm. this thing is going to end, which honestly, I wouldn't be opposed to either. So long as it's not well, this new cap. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't see them doing that though. The whole thing is about has been about Sam getting it. He was the one that cap the cap you know basically handed it to. So we know it has to go there. I mean, it'll definitely pass through Bucky's hands. I mean, we know that from from I mean the history of the characters, I understand, in comics and whatnot. That I eventually understand. They both do. I, 
I understand where you're coming from on that. But at the end of the day, you know, if Sam truly doesn't want it for whatever reasons he has, maybe he sees and if, if he's to be believed, maybe he sees the symbol as, you know, kind of a bad thing, a bad thing in, in, in the mm. long run. Who's to say that he would even take it given the opportunity a second time? Maybe, maybe it is Bucky. Maybe we've been looking at things the wrong way. You know, it's a possibility. It's, I mean, do I think it's going to, I don't think it's going to happen, but I do think it's something to consider. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I just, I feel like this show is going to be a lot more predictable than the last one. (laughs) So do I, you know. So do and I. And I think that's, I think that's again, the reason why they wanted this to release before WandaVision, because they didn't want people to get all like hyped up about how cool it was and how mysterious it was and what's going on, and then get something like this that's just like, you know, action and espionage this is, and this is, whatever. This is very cut and dry. Yeah. It's, this is very, it's, very cut no, and dry. There's, there's no big reveal. Like, even when they revealed, like, we're going to go see Zemo, it's like... Okay, <laughs> you know, like, like it's not it's not like I didn't expect it. Right. But it's not like I really even cared. <laughs> no, exactly. It's like, OK, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Talk to this guy who has some kind of affiliation with Hydra. OK. Anyway, so we, we get into this thing and back to that. I mean. That valid point right there um, of the affiliation with with Hydra. I mean, we know who Bucky is. Bucky was under Hydra's control. You know, as the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. and this guy Zemo um, happened to know all of his trigger words. He had the book that he got from that guy that he waterlogged, you know. So um, now that he knew how to do that, it's, it's so funny. So Bucky even says, we're like, we have a history, so I'm going to go in there and talk to him and we're going to do this. So he, as soon as he walks in there... Zemo immediately starts up with the trigger words. Yeah, that's it. And I and it goes back to what I said last week. Is it really wise for Bucky to be the one to walk into the situation? Because Zemo knows all the trigger <laughs> words. And as soon as he walks in, boom, he immediately starts. I can't remember, you know, the first couple of words off the top of my head. But, I mean, that was yeah. clearly, you know, what was going to happen. So. Oh, yeah. And you kind of see... Again, I'm jumping forward a little bit, but you kind of see later on when they're, you know, in the underbelly of the city that the Winter Soldier kind of comes out a little bit with just how violent Bucky can actually get. It's it's like a Mm -hmm. it's like a switch that goes off in his head. It's amazing the way that he can just transition between, you know, being Bucky and being the Winter Soldier like that. Right, but I think I think the other point that we have to remember about that is they would constantly wipe his brain. Mm-hmm. You know, his okay. his brain was wiped before he was like triggered to go do those things, so he had nothing else to fight against it. Now he's not getting wiped, so he's got his own right. stuff. You know, his own his own mind. So that's why he's like, no, that's not going to work on me now. It's because well, yeah, yeah, it, it was, it's, yeah, it's done. Like I'm here now. I'm not I'm not a, a clean slate. So. That makes some sense, but still, I'd be I'd be worried uh, that it's going to happen again. <laughs> oh, of course, keep seeing it happen. Of course, it's going to happen <laughs> um, again. And you even have you even have Zemo, you know, when he's in his cell, and he kind of looks in Bucky's eyes, and he's eh, there's still a little something in there. Like there's that delivery, and it's like, yeah, of course there is. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. Great. I mean, it's not going to be gone forever, but I don't no. think it's a matter of him being mind controlled. No, no, um, no. He's not going to be under control. And, and at all. we do see that later on in the bar scene, um, that he's still there. Like that's mm-hmm. the scene that he gets into. But anyway, he goes through it, and they're talking about it, and he's just like, oh well, I just wanted to check and see, you know, if you still remembered, <laughs> you know, whatever. 
He's like, yeah, well, he asked him the information he needs, you know, and Zemo's just like, yeah, I know where we can start, and you're going to need me to come along with you, so let's do this. Um, and then there's the whole thing about, um, yeah, so yeah, Bucky goes back, and he's talking to uh, Sam about it, like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Um, like, why can we trust him? He's like, he blew up the, the UN. You know, obviously the Wakandans didn't forget about it because he killed, you know, um, the older Black Panther. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's just... Oh, um, by the way, just to correct what I was talking about last week, um, I think it's DC. Yeah, it was a super friend, Black Vulcan. That's okay. what I was thinking about. Okay. Black Vulcan was the character. I was, I'm like, wasn't there a Black Falcon? No, it's Black Vulcan. Okay. Okay. So. Cool. I knew that was something. I'm like, all right. So anyway, they go onto this full on prison break, break, yeah, prison break plan. Okay. Um, and I, so I liked that it wasn't the whole episode. How to break Absolutely. him out of prison. Absolutely. They kept it quick. They kept it to the point. And as he's describing it, it was already unfolded. Yes. Like right, right there. And then Zima walks in. Like I thought that was really well done. Let's cut to the chase. Let's show Same. a couple of quick little, like a montage, you know, because I know that you said you didn't want to see, you didn't want to see a big prison break thing. This no, was a I way didn't. to break him out of prison, but this not to This was a perfect way to do it. it. This was a perfect exactly. way to do it. So there is like, something, you know, they, they caused a scene in there that the, um, they sent a note like, He's going to kill you. Kill him first. You know, it's like, oh, great. And that starts the riot. The riot. Start, starts everything. And then that's yes. how he gets out. So, okay. All right. There is something that I want to go back on. There is something that I want to go back to. And I'm surprised that you didn't bring it up. Mm-hmm. When they're going through the, <clears throat> excuse me, when they're going through the whole thing, um, Bucky asks Zemo here, hey, what book are you reading? He's oh, reading right, Machiavelli. Right. Mm-hmm. So who's getting resurrected? <laughs> <laughs> there's know. a reason why you, you don't you don't invoke Machiavelli without there being a resurrection at the end of it like like it's the whole what seven day or seven year thing interesting I mean and the funny thing too is like Machiavelli is or vac, Machiav- ugh, Machiavellianism um, it's actually in psychology refers to a personality trait which sees a person so focused on their own interests that they'll manipulate deceive and exploit others to achieve their goals. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> um, narcissism, narcissism, uh, psych, uh, yeah, psychopaths. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So we're, <laughs> we're, we're getting a, an insight into some more Zemo stuff, which I guess makes sense. I guess so. Um, but anyway, um, <laughs> I thought it was funny because as they're going through the whole thing and he's explaining it all, like Sam, Sam's hearing Bucky explain this plan for how he's how he would get him out and everything, not realizing that they already initiated the plan. Right. And he just he just stops and goes, "Wait, where are we, man?" <laughs> and then, you know, suddenly he just comes walking right in. Like, "Okay, they're there. You find out dude's got money." He also grabs a mask from one of his cars. And I'm like, "Okay, what's the significance of this mask?" I have no idea. So so Baron, is he scarecrow now? <laughs> like, is that where we're going? So, so Baron Zemo in the comics, um, is the name of several different um supervillains in the comics. Okay. So I'm I'm wondering here, um, just like which one that they're kind of like getting at here, but um, Sokovian Armed Forces stuff like that. Yeah. So he's. Yeah, they're not really explaining into the whole thing about the mask. 
His face was hideously scarred by boiling adhesive X, giving his face the appearance of molten wax. Resurfaced years later as Baron Zemo. Yeah, so I guess it's just, it's kind of just tying into who Baron Zemo was in um, the comics to kind of give him more depth, you know, because before we didn't get much from him before. So maybe they're really pushing this character and they're going to go someplace with it, or they're just kind of tying it in because they feel like it. Maybe. I guess we'll see. Hmm. Yeah, um, we'll find but out. Yeah, dude, dude's got dude's got money. You know, we get that. He's got a jet. He's got cars. He's got this. He's got that. I love how he's got As a golden gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, golden gun. That's fantastic. Um. So he starts going through the list of names that Bucky has. Like, how did he get the list of names? I missed how he got his hands on it. But anyway, he's going through it, and he's just like, "Oh, what's up with this?" Bucky gets super upset. And then Sam brings up the Trouble Man soundtrack again. Okay. Um, okay, so we bring that back into it, and he's like, oh, yeah, great album. Bucky didn't really care for it. All right. But Zemo, they start going off on how great Marvin Gaye was and all <laughs> everything. Okay, because they were around. They get it. Um, so they bring up Madripoor, which apparently is this place that they're going to be focusing on for this whole episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's most likely where the superhero, uh, super soldier serum Super Soldier Serum. I didn't realize it was a, you know, just consonants like that. Anyway, um, but they refer to it. He goes, you, you talk about Madripoor like it's Skull Island. I laughed about that because I recently just watched Skull Island. And I'm like, oh, oh perfect timing. Oh, did you? Yes. What did you think about it? I was very impressed. Wow. Um, I'm still disturbed by the spider scene. <laughs> when, the, when the guy's just hanging out there. Spoiler alert. When the guy's just hanging out there about to drink water, and next thing you know, there's a giant thing that just went down his throat. I th- it looked like a tree, and you're like, oh, no, that's just a gigantic spider leg. Okay. That creeped me out. Like, I've never been afraid of, like, giant spiders. That's never freaked me out before. But this one did for some reason. Just the legs going through people's throats. Yeah, All right. I was like, oh, that's nuts. I, honestly, I thought the movie was very well done. I liked it better than some of the other King Kong stuff I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I also um, finally finished uh, the 2014 Godzilla. So next on the list is King of the Monsters and then, of course, Godzilla vs. Kong. Okay, well, so, I'll, 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 give you, I'll give you a little uh, thing about um, King of the Monsters. And this is for anybody else who hasn't seen King of the Monsters. Unless yeah, you said it was very fan servicey for un- Godzilla it is, fans. It is. Unless you're like a hardcore, well not hardcore, but unless you're a fan of like the Toho 60s and 70s Godzilla mm. films, there's a lot about that movie that you're just not going to care about. <laughs> I'm going to be very honest, yeah. but it, it's 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 amazing. So, it's it's my favorite it's one. It's funny. Yeah. That makes sense. It's it's funny to me. So, so I did actually go through some of the old Godzilla movies oh, um wow. a while ago. Some of them. I don't I don't know which ones um <laughs> I could I couldn't tell you. I watched them and I'm just like these are actually pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> um, they're hysterical. They they were better than I thought they were gonna be. Um, some of the graphics were just to laugh at. I mean, oh, of course, it's 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 definitely something that I could see being done at our Sci-Fi Night. Um, we're doing so Sci-Fi Night. If I haven't explained what that is to anybody, um, a bunch of us get together or we haven't so much lately. Um, we did a small gathering this year to do something similar. Um, and we watched uh the the 1986 Babes in Toyland TV thing with Keanu Reeves and just ripped on that. But we basically do a mystery science theater where we, we watch a bad sci-fi movie and we just rip on it the entire night. So, nice. um, 
we're planning on doing uh, that new Nicolas Cage film, Jiu-Jitsu, <laughs> okay. in a few weeks. Uh, have you seen that? I haven't. Okay, so I the basis to, the basis of it is every every six years, uh, they they choose a bunch of warriors from Earth to fight aliens, and I'm like, six years, like not like three hundred years, you every know, not a century, years. six years. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds is, like a plan. <laughs> this is already very Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh man, I just oh. I love yeah, my I'm, eyes. I, we'll, we'll see. What's that? I love my eyes. My eyes. Oh, I'm just I'll, all I thought was like, what in the name of Zeus's butthole? <laughs> just like, oh my god. Oh, I gotta rewatch The Rock. I miss The Rock. Anyway, yes. So we just jumped way off talking about Skull Island, but I thought it was it was just perfect timing for them to bring up Skull Island. I'm just right. like, oh, okay, all right, cool. It hit me. Um, so they the whole plan is they're gonna go over the Madripoor and they're gonna figure out like who's making the serum, like where is it? Okay, let's let's do this. You get get pack over to Carly. She's playing some you know European football with some friends. Um. Uh, and you realize that her friend that she was trying to get medicine for dies. So she's not feeling too happy. No. Um, <clears throat> I have a feeling so, after, after this scene, um, with Carly, is her name Carly or Kylie? Carly. Carly. After this scene with Carly, yeah. I'm getting the, a really strong feeling that the, 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 the entire script is going to get flipped on this yes. crew of super soldiers at some point where yes. they are not going to be revealed as the big bad. It's going to be something completely different that we're just not seeing yet. Right. So I'm not, I'm not even, well, go ahead. They, they've been pretty much setting that up the whole yeah. time. It's, yeah. it's, pr- it's pretty obvious. I mean, right off the bat, well, the way they're the, doing it in the <clears throat> premiere, in the premiere, you know, when they were just with the masks on and they were just wrecking through everything and it was, you know, setting right. up that they were going to be the, it wasn't clear then last week, you no, got a little bit more last information week it was starting there last week. It exactly. kind of started there, but this week, you know, just, you know, how somber this moment is and, you know, you have mm-hmm. her friend there and she's dying and it just, it kind of brings everything home a little bit for this crew and um, it's right. It's going to be, I think that's going to be the reveal of this season, that they are not who we're looking for, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, man. So, <clears throat> we get that. We, we know that they're going to be moving on to just show these characters in, a, in, a, in another light, or continue to shed more light on these characters. Absolutely. Because when we saw that scene where she was reading the phone, and it says, you took something of mine, I'm going to come kill you, or yeah. whatever. It's like. Okay, you know, yeah. we we're recognizing there's a bigger bad here, which mm-hmm. I mean, we're we're getting we're getting an idea um as this goes on that it's this power broker is probably the person that we have to be more worried about. Um so we'll see how that kind of goes. So well, it depends. Um, I think it depends get, on who the power broker is. If the power broker is just some mm-hmm. dude in an office with money, I'm not going to be all that worried about it. I'm like I'm thinking more along the lines of like another level super soldier along the lines of Bucky or even what was his name? Ezra that's out there. Just, just like Isaiah. Yeah. Hmm. Isaiah. Isaiah. Yeah. Isaiah. I'm thinking something Mm -hmm. like that. Something Mm -hmm. 
something a little bit more menacing because you have to have something you have to have something big. It just can't be right. another guy with money. We've seen that one too many times. We, I mean, we saw that in this episode. So, I mean, I, I kind of wanted to go somewhere different. If it ends up being what that, if, I'm hmm. kind of going to be upset. I'm not going to be happy what with if, that. What if, what if we find out that it's just Obadiah Stane? He didn't actually die. <laughs> oh, boy. What if, yeah, what if, what if we, like, you know, sort of resurrect somebody? So, I mean, so to think, like, Obadiah did we ever Stain, see him die? Obadiah Stane <laughs> blows up in spectacular fashion, <laughs> but he's alive. Just burnt. Is he just burnt he, to no, a crisp he, no, somewhere? No, no. No, he ejected just like Batman did at the end of uh, the oh Dark Knight. Oh my God! <laughs> Enough! Enough! Oh my God! Oh man! Anyway, that so they're hilarious. here at Madripoor, right? <laughs> it, I mean, it, honestly, it would be interesting if they brought somebody back that we thought was like written out. You know, maybe not, maybe not somebody killed, but somebody written out. It would be really interesting if they if they found a way to work somebody back into it as the bigger bad in this. Um. But, I mean, that's, I, I'm holding on to that, just kind of hoping that this show has some kind of twist, you know, that's not super obvious. I don't want to rip actually, on the show. You know what? Maybe they'll actually but. go really left field and right back in Chris Evans, only Hydra, because they're going through that whole comic, you know, storyline in the, in the comics anyways. Mm, mm-hmm. And, I mean. Interesting. It, yeah. yeah I, I'm just, I'm just ballparking right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I mean, I'm just kind we'll of throwing see. out guesses. That yeah, would be interesting. I'm hoping that they do. I, I'm hoping they do something out of left field. Yeah, I, exactly. I want to be surprised. I so want I. to have something that's going to shock me. So do um, I. <clears throat> did I share before the last time? I mean, it's 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 pretty much common knowledge at this point. But I I forgot about it. But I re I reread it. And I'm like, oh yeah, that was cool about the Empire Strikes Back, and how like nobody on the crew knew that um, yeah, yeah, Darth Vader yeah, you've, you've was saying, before, "Luke, yeah. I'm your father." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like I, I'm like I want something shocking like that. Like, I just, I really desire to watch something that's going to shock me to that much of a core. I don't you know? like, think, I, be, I don't think you're going to get that here. I don't think you're going to get that in the I, show. I know I'm not. I'm just telling you what I want. I think you'll, <laughs> I think you'll get I don't that. Think so, I don't think someone's going to drive into my driveway and drop off a DeLorean right now and just say, here, it's yours. Okay, so. But, but I want it. <laughs> I know, no, I want it too. I just, I don't think we're going to get that in this show. I don't think we're going to get anything like that in any TV show the MCU puts out. I think that, I think that kind of thing is going to be safe for a feature. So a big surprise, a big reveal, a shocking moment, Spider-Man 3 or Multiverse of Madness. Um, mm. That's where I think that kind of thing belongs. I don't think that belongs on a television <laughs> yeah. show. You know, save that for the big no, screen. No, I agree. You know what, I mean... Yeah, I mean, would I love it yeah. if it happened on a TV show? Yeah, but at the same time, I kind of think it would be wasted. I, I want, I still, I'm still a big, I'm still a movie fan through and through. I'm still a movie fan, and I want to see something like that in a movie. I don't want to see that on a TV show. Right, it doesn't belong there. Yeah, that's just my opinion, no. though. No, right. Speaking of movies, isn't Black Widow finally going to be released sometime? Yeah, I heard century? about that. <laughs> I love how we're talking about okay. everything except for this episode, just because of how. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, let's let's get back to the episode. Then. I mean, the so episode, listen, the episode it's is funny. good, but in all in all, it's like a one-two note episode. There's not a whole lot that happens. It's like okay, they fight in a bar. Right. It, it, uh-huh. What else do you really? What what else is there really to talk about? It's a weird one. So, so here's here's a funny situation. So you remember Mike who joined us for this, the the uh, uh, season finale of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. My neighbor. 
Um, so apparently he still listens to us. So he's probably listening to this right now. He doesn't even care for Marvel, yet for some reason he still listened to all of our WandaVision and has been listening to this as well. Oh, so, sweet. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Thanks a lot, uh, man. But he still listens to it, even though, even though he doesn't care about what we're talking about. <laughs> but we spent some time last Monday. We took a trip up and just, you know, hit the range. And... Oh, hold on a sec. About that, my Bluetooth was dying for a sec. Um, so we, we were driving up there, and we realized how much, or he and his, his friends, family, and stuff like that were just kind of ripping on us for how often we just change the subject and talk about different things. And can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Sweet. I, sorry, I switched Bluetooth, and I'm, I'm glad it was a seamless transition. Um, so they were just ripping on me for how often we change the subject. So we were talking about The Mandalorian. And in that, I'm referring, I'm referencing like everything else Star Wars. I'm referencing uh, Back to the Future. I'm referencing WandaVision. I'm referencing like uh, Thanos. It's like everything else. And they're like, why are you talking about this? I'm just like, you do realize that we're not just doing a Star Wars show, right? <laughs> no, yeah. They're like, we talk about everything. This is Look, not just some strictly focused if there's, on, on this. If there's a, if there's a television show an episode or a movie that you and I are talking about and there's cultural relevance elsewhere that we can touch upon, mm-hmm. we're going to do that. <laughs> I mean, yes, it's, it, it comes with the territory, man. Exactly. So, so Mike, you can tell Bobo uh, <laughs> to leave us alone. Anyway, um, so here we go. Um, they're in Madripoor, right? And mm-hmm. you find out they're like, oh, let's have a fake name. So they, they basically... They basically dress Sam up like a pimp, and he's like, oh, what, you don't like to be a, f- a fashion-forward dude? Like, you're supposed to look like this. Your name is Conrad Mack, but your nickname is Smiling Tiger. Smiling Tiger. <laughs> okay. So he, they go into the place, and he has to basically play the part. You know, they know who Zemo is, and he's like, I, he's like, oh, you're Smiling Tiger, based on how he's dressed and the fact that he's black, I guess. I, I don't know. Like, does well, he really they, look well, they, like they, they do? They, they show the picture of the guy who's wearing almost the oh. exact same suit. Who looks just like? I mean, it's Anthony Mackie. Let's not let's let's not oh, kid okay. ourselves. It's I, I it's just an it. it's just no. They they actually pull out a cell phone with a guy. It's Anthony oh. Mackie is a picture, and it's like, oh wow, this guy does look like me. It's like it's it's ridiculous. Okay, it's like, I heard okay. him say that, but I think I looked away. I missed well, that part. They so they it actually had, showed his face. That's they funny. actually show him. They actually show him there with the sunglasses on and the suit and everything, the whole getup, and it's Anthony <laughs> Mackie in the picture, and I'm just like, all right, that's. You look just like him. Cool. We're going with this. That's, that's pretty funny. Yeah. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, anyway, so he basically, you, you want the usual? He's like, sure. Guy pulls out a snake, <laughs> slices its, its guts out, and drops it into a shot. Yeah. And I'm looking at it like, I, I'm actually wondering, like, I mean, he'll do it. We know he'll do it. But I'm wondering, like, is this a test? Like, is he supposed to say, no, that's not the right snake or something? Like, I'm like, oh, man. Because... For some reason, Zemo did not tell him what to do. Like, he's just sitting there going with it. And I'm like, Zemo, dude, like, <laughs> kind of okay, thing. whatever. I don't know. Would, would Zemo have given, you know, kind of a heads up or a, a nudge here? Or would he just mm-hmm. like, whatever happens, happens? Mm-hmm. Like, you're in the thick of it right now. What can you really do? The, the, the best course yeah. of action is to just kind of go with it, I guess. Well, right, right. So it was just, it was interesting. So he's, whatever, takes the shot, moves on. 
And then we get into this whole thing where it's like they start attacking, sends the attack dog, Winter Soldier. And it's like, okay, yeah, this is, didn't you just say Winter Soldier attack? Something like that. Like he, like he commanded him. He commanded so he's him. trying to make it look like he's under control again. I, so he can use that this as leverage. Is, see, this is the part that I was talking about where I was kind of unsure of who we were seeing, like Bucky or the Winter Soldier. Because if you if you pay attention, and, and I've said this, I said this in WandaVision, I would say this in any MCU movie that we review, and I'm saying it in this mm-hmm. show, there is attention to detail. His entire oh, yeah. facial expression changes at the drop mm-hmm. of a dime when it's like attack and he goes into soldier mode and just starts, you know, schooling people in this bar. He's right. not he's not the same person he was when he walked into Matapur. No. There is and, something think, else there is something else going on. And Well that's I, what I, he I, said to him. He says, "Oh, that was he's like that wasn't hard to switch on, was it?" Exactly. Like he says it wasn't like difficult that. for him to do at all. Now, I'm on your side. I'm not saying that he's being controlled or manipulated by Zemu in any way, but there is there is a switch that can clearly just go on and off in his head. Whether he knows well, about it or the, not, yeah. whether he knows about that mm-hmm. or not is is up for debate. You know, whatever, but it's there. Well, that go that goes with the territory of being in war and being a soldier like that, where when you get into that mindset, you know, especially somebody who's been you know, through PTSD and just like situations, you know, you have, you literally shut everything else off. You no, flip yeah, the switch, right. you go cold, you know, and that's what he, and that's what he did, you know, and in situations like me, and I can, I can say from my own personal experience, when I'm faced with something that's a challenge like that, I literally will shut off and I will do things cold and calculated because it's the only way I'm going to get through without my emotions taking over otherwise. I think a lot and that's of people what will. I, what, what I see him happening here. I What's think that? a lot of people will do that. A lot of people will, you know, yeah. listen, I got to get this job done and this is the way that it has to be done and I can't really let anything influence me. I think a lot of people will get mm-hmm. in that in that mindset. Right. And it's we do it. It's a very easy it's, thing. It's a, it's a very easy thing to let happen to anybody. Yeah. And it's usually a subconscious thing. We don't realize we're doing it. It's a, t- it's a defense mechanism that most of us have created in order to get through, you know, the life that we see, mm-hmm. you know, unless we find unless we find faith and you know, <laughs> trust in something else and say, give me the strength for this Lord or whatever, you know, but that's, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that we have to work through in our lives and recognizing who we are and who we really are, as opposed to how we act, you know, how are our circumstances going to affect the way that we respond? Well, you can shut off your emotions. You can be in tune with your emotions or, you know, yeah, whatever. I mean, that's really what it comes down to, but here, he clearly switched off, did what he had to do, and just went into, like, you know, zombie, zombie mode, you know? Go ahead, and here I go. But the whole point is they're, they're going to see somebody named Selby. And another thing here, and it's, it's, it's always disappointing when they show somebody and you see just their hand at the back of their head. And you're like, who is it? Who is it? And it was just some no-name. Yeah, just some, no, like, uh... just some nobody who builds herself <laughs> up. Does a very good job of building oh. herself up. Like, they go through the whole thing about the serum and, you know, right. where he has to start to go find it. And then she throws in the whole, oh, and don't think you're going to be able to do this without me. She goes through that whole shtick and spiel, and she just ends uh-huh. up dead anyways. And it's like, okay, well, I guess we really didn't need you after all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I was really like, oh, okay. But then again, I guess that's, that's why they had her as a nobody. Yeah. Um, 
But then again, I mean, we've seen other things that are more comedic with this has a nobody. Like, uh, how about Brad Pitt and Deadpool? <coughs> Remember? We saw him for about two seconds <laughs> when he was the invisible man and got electrocuted and we saw his face. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, so they're there. Oh, yeah, there's the whole thing. So Sam's phone starts ringing and he's like, okay, great. Like, why didn't he turn his ringer off? Because no he idea. wasn't or, you know, thinking. turn his phone off. Yeah. So anyway, it's his sister, Sarah. And I'm, I'm like, how is he going to respond to this? Like, why? I don't know. He could have just responded. It's like, hey, you know, whatever. But the whole point was like, hey, sister, like what? Smiling Tiger doesn't have a sister? Um, well, he could have <laughs> responded a lot better than he did because it was so like, oh, I've laundered so much money. And it's like so clearly full of it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought it was yeah, kind it of was, funny the way ridiculous. that he was trying to fake his way through this and it just wasn't working. Oh yeah. No, it was it was funny but it was also like really dumb. And yeah, I think that very. what we're getting here what we're what we're getting here in the show is that these characters that you know you would expect to be smarter are not very smart. Both he and um Bucky are not making good choices. You know? No, which is no, it's just odd not. for the characters. It's it's odd for the characters. I'm looking. We at don't it see. Okay, that's the thing. Doing. I'm gonna I'm gonna argue with you on that. We don't know that it's odd for these characters because this is our first real exposure to them. I mean, ask yourself the question: What did we know personally about Sam or Bucky before this show? Especially when it comes to being <laughs> clever or bright or or tactical. What did we really know right. about them? They know we how knew to. That they, he was he was cold and calculated. That's they, all we, we know. We about know him. Bucky and was Sam. Cold we know and nothing about Sam. We know yeah. nothing about. But, he, but we his, know but Sam. The, we know Sam was he respected Cap and he knew how to you know follow follow Cap's orders. That's what we knew right. about him. We really don't right. know much about him when it comes to him operating on his own. We don't know anything right. about but, Bucky. But that's, when it, so, so that's my that's my point. And the way that we're seeing these characters, again, it's a big buddy cop situation. But they're trying to play it off like they're not. Like he, Anthony Mackie's character, so Sam, <clears throat> Sam Wilson, is played off like he knows everything. But he clearly doesn't. No, nothing. You know? But, it, but it's like, but he still pretends that he does. So the way that he's acting it, it confuses me because he seems smarter than he acts. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. I, I think it's, it's nothing. I don't want to like blame the acting, but just something seems off with the way they're doing it because you see him do something like that's out of character. Like, man, where are we? Like, I don't know. He seems too serious. I think the point, you know, I think the point is they're both stubborn. They don't want to yeah. admit that they operate well together and that they need each other. But at the same time, exactly. they're both acting like they they're both acting like they're acting independently from one another and they don't want to like accept that they're working together it's very weird good thank you for ex that's exactly what i'm getting at okay that's exactly what i'm getting at here and it's just the way that they're pushing this off and they're making it they're making it obvious that they need to learn how to work together that's right. the whole point that's how they marketed this whole show anyway when they first started doing the advertisements for it so anyway he, they they have to book it out of there because um selby got shot zemo just shot her and then they're running out of there because, like, the entire place, like, the whole country, basically, is going to be after them right now. It's like, yeah. oh, like, everybody. It, it, it reminded me of, um, of that scene in The Mandalorian. Uh -huh, here we go again. Um, where 
where the um those markers, those bounty markers all went off when he when he stole the um stole the child back. Mm-hmm. And he had to get he had to escape. And it was like what? When all the Mandalorians showed up to help them out. It's like all of a sudden, just like everybody just got triggered to be like, Oh, here's your next target. <laughs> and he's like going through it and people are just like going, Hey, there it goes. Yeah. So I'm you I'm, know, that's I'm, pretty much what happened here. Maybe this is just me, you know, getting a little deep with it, but I'm wondering, like, did she have like a heart monitor on? And it's like as soon as it stops, set the bounty, like it, it, cause I don't know. Maybe. It, it, I mean, no, I didn't no, no, really no. see anybody else around that like pulled out a phone and like, oh my god, she's dead, and like sent out a massive text. Like, I didn't see anything like that yeah. happen. So it's like, what yeah, what what know. set off the bounty? See, okay, you're mm. you get fixated on on little things like that too. Like your whole thing about where did his wings come from? Like that <laughs> that I can kind of give up. But me and wanting to know where the bounty is, you you question that really? <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, until I get an explanation for why Wolverine had had an adamantium claws again, I'm going to be like this for the rest of my life. Well. So, let's get over it. You know. So, who comes to the rescue? Oh, I mean, as they're running out, uh, first of all, first of all, Sam is yelling, I can't run in these heels. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I stopped, and I'm just like, heels, oh, right. (laughs) Yes, heels. That makes sense. (laughs) Heels. <laughs> I because, thought he was just being because, funny at first. I'm like, no, he's literally wearing heels. Because he's Prince now. So, <laughs> heels. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so who comes to the rescue? Nobody. Okay, Sharon Carter Thank you. shows up. Okay, you're welcome. I completely, I completely blanked on her name. I'm horrible with names. I completely Sharon Carter blanked on shows her name. Um, so basically, she's like, there's a bounty on all of you. Um, or on all of us, you know, so they have to figure out, like, let's, let's get this over and done with. They need to find this scientist, Nagel. So he's in one of those big storage crates that are on, like, a ship type yep. thing. Yep. And a secret, secret door in, in the back of one of them. And every time I see any of those, I mean, do you think of anything but Dexter? I, I always think about Dexter when I see a crate like that. Actually, I don't. The first place, my, well, when I saw this scene with, um, with the scientist, you know, in a secret lab, somewhere doing mm-hmm. some shady stuff the first thing i think is um blade runner the guy in the ice freezer no, who's I'm, making I'm, all the eyes that's the first thing i think of. yeah oh yeah yeah no i'm just i'm thinking about the storage crate itself anytime i see somebody walking into a storage crate like that a big storage container mm-hmm. i mean wasn't that like didn't dexter like make that his office at one point in the show or something i, I think that, that was when oh that's what that's when oh, harry that was when so and so caught on to him yeah no, that's yeah, when yeah, harry yeah. found him as a child and Oh, okay. Yeah, but then later thing. on, wasn't there a big thing where like his captain found him there, and then maybe? Oh yeah, whatever. I'm not gonna get into that show. That show was just ridiculous. That show anyway. was awesome. Uh, show was We're ridiculous. on completely different pages about that, and that's fine. That show was yep. awesome, except for the ending. Yes, he became a yeah. Well, that's why they're making a new season. <laughs> you heard I, about that, right? I get, yeah, I know about that. I guess to show him as a lumberjack. <laughs> He's a lumberjack. Yeah, and I, I don't know what's going to happen there. Maybe, you know, Cody and Astor show back up, and then... He's going to be chopping wood. You know. Yep. So, um, the whole point is, like, they're going to try to clear Sharon's name because, you know, she was thrown under the bus when all that stuff happened before. I'm surprised um, that that was just let go. Yeah. That they... That, okay, so I get it. The blip happened and everybody comes back. I This is another reason why I really want, like... 
how long has it been? Like, I, re- I really want to know how long this has been. And I'm very curious because it's like, it's just a very weird thing for her to be like, you know, left out there under the bus like that for as long as she's been, however long it has it's been. Like, five it's very, years. Five years? Why are you well, not understanding it's five years? No, 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 no. I want to know how long it's been since everybody came back. Not that long. Like, months, maybe tops. You sure? We've never gotten yes. any indication of that. No, we have. When? Throughout. When? When? Name one time where we saw a date. Uh, or somebody date? who no, said any kind of, or, or somebody who uttered any kind of passage of time. They're, they're following along. This is happening while WandaVision stuff is happening, which was pretty much right after everything. It was five years after the original blip. They come back five years later. And then things pick up. So all of this stuff is happening right after people came back, you know, within, within months. Uh, they pay too much attention to detail. Wow. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so regardless of how, many, how much time has passed, the whole point is they want to clear Sharon's name so she can have a life again. She seems to have tons of money because she has artwork that's actually real. That she can just sell and have money. So, good for her. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, that's what they're trying to do. They go over there. They get to the lab. They find Nagel. And he's just some dude. Some American dude. Who I guess... Um, so, what was the whole point with, with this? So, so he said... Oh, yeah. As they're in there talking, there's guys that are already on the move trying to come get them. Knows that they're there in the crate yard. Right? And the way that they're playing it out was that they got the, um, the serum out of Isaiah's blood. I mean, that's pretty much how they were playing it out, right? They play it out. They, okay, so they say they found a super soldier that they were experimenting on and they got the blood from him. Mm-hmm. They never say so, Isaiah's I mean, name. No, they don't. But, but then you've got um, Sam and Bucky kind of turn and look at each other and it's like, okay, that's pretty much they're saying it's Isaiah. You know, as you mentioned, you know, it, if Isaiah is going to be a big key player in here, who else would it possibly be? So, I guess we'll see. I know, I'm pretty sure I, that they were referring to Isaiah. I think, they, uh, I think they were referring to Isaiah, too, but they could also be talking about Bucky here. I mean, how long mm-hmm. was he asleep, coma, coma-like state, and God knows what happened to him? I mean, he, I right. mean, the scientist even says that he came along and he's finishing somebody else's work. Yeah. How would, well, how, no, how, I, how, how would mm. he know? Well, he was working on it, but then everything turned to dust when he was that close. And then basically five years later, the power broker was the one who was willing to, to fund him so he can finish up the stuff. And that's why when we realize, okay, when Carly stole the vials, you know, they were from the power broker. So now the power broker is the bad that we're dealing with, you know? Okay. And then again, <sighs> Zemo shoots him. <laughs> wait, so wait, did, did Zemo shoot Selby? Who shot Selby? I don't know if Zemo shot Selby. I know, Z- I know Zemo, well, shoots way, this, <laughs> Zemo shoots this scientist, like point blank. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I didn't understand. Anyway, um, 
they go outside and they're pulling out every action movie trope is happening here. Uh, Zemo gets his mask. Now, I was really, when he runs off, this is the moment, you know, that goes along with what you were saying. I really thought he was just going to run off at this point, like we're done. Mm -hmm. He was going off, he was doing something, he had some other plan. No, he comes back with this supercharged car. And he's just like, come on, guys, let's go. And I'm like, what? That what he are just they doing randomly, with this character? That he, just, he just magically finds that car inside one of those containers. Yep. Like, he knows exactly which one to open and, no, boom, car. Yay. Yep. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Then they have the line, which is funny because it goes back to that one part that they showed in Marvel Legends, uh, which was the opposite this time, where he's sitting in the... <laughs> where this time, uh, Bucky's sitting up front. And uh, Sam is just like, you're not going to move your seat up, are you? He's like, nope. <laughs> so, which goes back to later on when he's like, hey, could you move your seat up? And he's like, no. <laughs> you know, so it's just, he's getting them back. But it's, it's funny that they're remembering that. Like, he holds a grudge. What, is there entire grudge about that? Is I, that I, why they don't like working with each other? Just I because he wouldn't so. move his seat up? <laughs> well, if you remember in Civil War, that was a really small car. I can, I can understand having a grudge. <laughs> like right but it's still it's just it's funny that they're he's they're holding on to it they're both remembering it very vividly like i would think you would think that sam would forget about it he was just like whatever you know but bucky would never forget and then get him back no <laughs> they both remember i guess not and how um, much time has passed I how just much went, how many years have passed <laughs> and they're years. still remembering that i just um i just went back in the episode right now uh zemo does not shoot um Zelba, Zelby, Zelba, Zelby, Zelby. Yeah. Zemo does not shoot Zelby. Who does? Um, it comes through the wall. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, that, that makes the sense. bullet just kind of right, comes whatever. through the wall. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so at this point, they run off. We see Carly. She's mourning for her friend. Um, she starts talking about how she wanted to be a teacher. We're like, okay, we're really getting into the. Like, who are these people? What's going on here? Who's the real bad guy here? We get that. And then um, we see Walker again, who's, he's on to what they're doing, realizes they probably broke Zemo out. You know, this is all of them. It's got to be all them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Bucky starts, like, they're walking in somewhere, and Bucky starts seeing these little balls. So he starts picking them up and following them. Ah. They're Wakandan balls. Yep. Got it. Uh, so they're like, you broke Zemo out and he killed our king. Uh, we're pretty upset about that. So like, dude, why did you bring, why'd you break him out? And end credits. Uh, not how I would have ended the episode. It wasn't like a, eh, whatever. Well, you knew, you see, that's the thing though. You knew that by breaking Zemo out, you knew the Wakandans were going to get involved. They've probably mm-hmm. been gunning for this guy since, you know, he went off and killed, you know, the king. Well, it, so I um, wasn't, I wasn't. Which, which one, t- is it T'Challa or T'Chaka? Which one was? T'Chaka. T'chaka. I think it was T'Chaka. I believe so. Yeah. T'Chaka because, um, <clears throat> oh my God, I forget. I, I'm horrible with names. I'm horrible with names. The younger one was yes, T'Ch- T'Challa. I'm horrible with yeah. names. I apologize. But anyways, yeah. so here's the thing that I want to go back to, though. You have, um, you have what's-her-face here, Carter, Agent Carter, right? And mm-hmm. 
It's agreed that they're going to attempt to clear her name, right? And she she shakes their hand, and as soon as they take off in the supercharged car, she goes, just get me that pardon you promised me. And then she mm-hmm. gets into a car, and she looks at who's ever driving her around and goes, we got problems, a lot of them. And that's the mm. like end of her dialogue. So like she's all of a sudden super suspect now, because what is she trying to do? Is this going to turn into... Like, the way that this is being set up right now, and I can't believe I'm bringing this up, but the way that this is being set up right now is it's kind of, you have you have multiple different factions going on in this show, and everybody seems to be working under their own, under their own set of rules, right? So it's very much turning into a Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End type thing where who's working against who, <laughs> So I have a feeling like that's what they're trying to do here. And if it is, it's going to fail massively. Right. <laughs> that's I'm just I'm just going to put that out there because so you have Bucky and you have Sam. I don't know exactly what Bucky is going to share with Sam about Wakanda being involved. Wakanda's involved, and you know that they're eventually going to get into the way. You have the new mm-hmm. Cap who's out there. He's doing whatever it is he's doing on a power-hungry trip. And now you have uh, oh, oh, and you have Zemu, who's clearly going to have his own motivations at some point. And now you have Agent Carter, who is working we don't know with who. So mm. what are we doing right now? That was that was the big takeaway uh, that I had from this episode. So you're thinking they're doing like a dead man's chest type situation where it's just like, okay, who's who's what? <laughs> <laughs> well well no, not even. Was it dead was it dead man's chest or was it at world's end? Which one am I thinking of? I think it's Dead Man's Chest that left that whole like really confusing, like, okay, who's betraying who? When they're all was that, that scene where they're all on the on the sandbar? And they're they've got the chest, and they're fighting. I thought that was Dead Man's Chest, and then maybe um, you're right. Maybe on. it was Dead Man's Chest. Yeah, at World's End seemed to make a lot more sense. Hey, wait, didn't we didn't we review that movie? I don't think so. Ah, I think we okay. wanted to, but it never happened. I see. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. So yeah, they're definitely doing something like that. Like, I don't know. I don't see that working out very well. Like, like, like the storyline, like I'm sure everything will go the way Disney plans it to, but I just don't see the storyline working out as, as well as it possibly could. Like, it doesn't need to be this complicated. Again, we've both said this since the beginning. Like, this is very buddy cop. This is very cut and dry. This is very action based. You don't need to get complicated Mm -hmm. like this and have a million different, different plot points and storylines going on with all of these characters. It doesn't need to be like, like this bad. Come on now. Right. right. I don't know. That's just me. I, I, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> that's just me so i i'm anyway we were we were just talking about the whole black widow thing like i thought it was coming out sooner but they keep on pushing it but i just saw something recently that said that black widow is scheduled to drop in theaters in about three months from today or three months and then somebody else said black widow dropped in theaters two years ago <laughs> okay get it <laughs> Too soon? All right. Anyway. Wow. Um, yeah, there's that. She dropped, literally. Anyway, um, yeah, so this show, <laughs> I'm sorry to jump off. It's just, this, sh- this episode didn't really grab me. It didn't really grab me. Um, it filled in some stuff. Okay, we get some idea. We, we, we know it, but I'm just not super psyched about it. But, I mean, 
if it goes somewhere, if it sets up for later on, I'm okay, cool. That's good. Um, but I mean, we shall see. I think That's I think the reason why I think it. the reason why the show isn't really doing it yet is because of how predictable it is, and which is why I again I, I've been I've said this every week so far, which is why I thought it would be a really good idea for them to you know wait a little bit of time after WandaVision because that was an endurance like going through WandaVision and speculating every week and and asking mm-hmm. yourself you know what's going on and how is this possible and how is this going to end and then you get that big climactic ending and it was amazing and then to you know 2 weeks after that finale you go into this which was not going to live up to that kind of expectation it's not it it's not i never thought it was a good idea like, I get mm-hmm. what you mean. Like, I get what you where you were coming from. Like, you know, strike when the iron is hot and they want to get these things out and let's go, let's go, let's go. And that's all well and good. But unfortunately, well, yeah, unfortunately, but the kind of thing that you and I are going through, they had to get it done. But unfortunately, what comes to, along with that is the kind year. of thing that you and I are going through right now where we're not right. really feeling it. Well, no if one we, said that the people who marketed this were geniuses. I mean, they, they, they do a really good job. You know, with a lot of their marketing, but in this situation here, where things got pushed back, they were like, "Well, let's just not de- derail the other things we already had on track." So, since they didn't release the Falcon and Winter Soldier back in August when they were supposed to, they just decided to put it right between Wandavision and Loki, um, <laughs> which I mean, they pretty much came out around their normal release time as it, as it was. You know, just not the Falcon and Winter Soldier. So they just moved the one thing in between. Maybe it wasn't a good move, but I, they didn't I, want to throw off I the rest of their schedule. I don't think it was schedule. a good move. I don't think this was a good move. This was a horrible yeah. placement, especially putting this, putting putting something that's putting something action based in between two television shows that are going to be very mind bending. Like Loki mm-hmm. is going to be crazy. Like really, like that's that's what you're putting in between. Like it's not. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I hope I'm wrong. You and I, you and I don't like don't just sit there and watch action movies. No, we don't. You know, we don't. We like something that's going to be like to make you think. Some people just like the mind numbing. Just go into it and just watch some action happen. So maybe they're just trying to cater to to all the different types of fans that like Marvel. There is and, that. You know, they're just throwing it out there. So I mean, it could be this. It could be that. It could be whatever else. But um, yeah, it it is what it is. That could be true. But regardless, I think we're done talking about this episode and we've gone, we've gone, you know, a million different directions enough for one day. (laughs) Yup. 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 All right. Well, it's been fun. And uh, I guess we will touch base again next week with some more The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. All right. Have a good one, everybody. 